Cheers. You're looking Cheers. good, baby. Thank you. Thank you. You are glowing though. Like oh, I, thank you, you. I don't know. Did you do your regiment today? Like you look So it's a it's a combination. I did my regiment, but I'm also on that diet. So I am eating lots and lots of greens because I cannot eat anything else that is um calorie rich. Mm. Like, you know, the good things like pizza, pasta all those things that uh, you really want, but yeah. aren't really good for you because they have tons of refined sugars because America allows them to put whatever they want in there. Um, but if you just eat leafy greens with uh, the skinny girl. Uh, oh, look at you. Look at you, plug. <laughs> the skinny girl, Honey Dijon, is giving it, ladies. Mm. Um, if you want a very low-calorie uh, salad dressing, delicious. Um, and I'm eating nothing but salad greens, mostly. So you're, and... on, your, so you're on your greens. Your face is looking just amazing. Yes. Honestly, <laughs> like... You Thank usually you. you usually have a natural glow, but it's it's shining Thank today. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. No problem. And so you're learning new music. The vocal lessons are going well? The vocal lessons are going delightful. Nice. Um, shout out to my vocal coach, Joseph Clark. Hey Joseph. Um, yes, he's amazing. So just between you and me and not everybody listening to this podcast, Joseph, yes. is he a he cutie? is a homosexual. He is, is he, so cute. Is he cute? He, he is. He's like me, but hot. Oh, oh well, no. So you tall. Are, you're gorgeous. Black. So he must be amazing. <laughs> but like, he's. Mm, I hate, like, I am masculine because I have both masculine and feminine energies within me because mm -hmm. we all do because sperm and an egg. Sure. But, I I think I reside more on like the feminine energy and he he kind of resides more center. Mm, okay. Maybe if I if I'm center film, he's probably center mask. Okay. All right. Um, I can so, I can picture that spectrum. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like I don't know, he's he's just an adorable human being and I have followed his career ever since he was like in high school singing for Resound. He's a little younger than me, slightly younger than me, not too much. But oh, you're getting younger. you're getting vocal lessons from somebody that you've like adored. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Like I've known he used to live in Richmond. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, blank that out. But like, <laughs> I, ding, got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he is very good. He's very like motivational. I had a breakdown with him uh, the last lesson, and he just like listened. Oh, <laughs> he was like, he's like, I'm here for more than just like your lessons. So and you know what? You're paying for the time, right? So you can help me. I'm paying for a therapist. That's right. You can pay me I to sing. You can pay to listen. Music, a musical therapist for three hundred dollars a a month. <laughs> <laughs> the check goes through either way, right? So right, he's Aww. just like, so you got this thirty minutes, whether you just want to cry or if you just want to say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, eight, five. <laughs> oh, look at you! <laughs> okay. Well, Joseph, I don't know if you're out there, but if you are, thank you for helping my brother with his voice and for listening to him. So you are loved. That's awesome.
Thank well, you, Joseph. Tim, I don't know that we really planned on starting the recording at this point, but we did. So, yeah. so we're so, here to talk, we're going to talk about TV today. Our favorite, like, yes! our favorite TV shows. All things TV. Well, I won't say all things because I, if it's okay with you, I'd like to uh, rule out reality TV. Wonderful. I don't partake because, that much, so that's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a lot to say about reality TV, and it will overshadow the rest of it. So, like, maybe okay. we'll do another podcast about... Oh, we could, we could do a little cutout at the end of, like, what reality you're watching right now and what you've been following, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to start it off? Let's do it, Tim. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Tim. <laughs> and I'm Bear. And this is Cub. And Chub. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, today we're talking about TV, all things television shows. Yeah. Um, and right now we're going to talk about the TV that we used to watch growing up. Tim, uh, Tim, Tim, were you a Disney kid or a Nickelodeon kid? So, um, I want to say I was very Nickelodeon because uh, we didn't have Disney. We didn't have Disney. Disney, um, I mean, Disney was extra. I didn't know about Disney until I firmly got maybe like in my older teenage years. Mm -hmm. so, so I knew of Disney, but our babysitter had it. So oh. it was only when we were at her house when she was in a good mood, cause she, that's a different episode. But anyway, we would go to her house <laughs> and if she let us watch TV, then sometimes- Why she let you watch TV? I don't want to talk about it, but if she did, no, you know what? It's not that she had it. That's what it was, Tim. She actually didn't have it. it. I don't know if you remember, maybe you didn't have this by the time you got to your age, but the cable channels would have like those free pass weekends or weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would happen is occasionally she would have that on her TV. So it's like if she was in a good mood mm -hmm. and we hadn't pissed her off or something, she might let us watch TV. And if it was the Disney pass weekend, Mm -hmm. could watch Kids Incorporated and Gummy Bears and all that stuff. That's so, how I saw Xenon Girl of the 21st Century for the first time. Oh, okay, yeah. That's not oh. something I know. Okay. Oh, there was, <laughs> was a sequel. A sequel. Uh, yeah, in which they took uh, Olivia. What's her real name? Uh, from the Cosby. <laughs> The Raven Simone. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they yeah. took Raven Simone as the best friend off of Xenon and put some other random girl who then was in the color of friendship. But Ooh, yeah. okay. So that was T. But <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I, a Nickelodeon. I got a sidetracked. Tim, what were like some staple shows? So I, I we've alluded to this before, but I know that you came up in a more religious raised background. Than yes. I did. So I've always kind of assumed, as we you, we talked over the years, that um, secular music and, and other pops of pop culture sometimes were or weren't allowed in the household. So, like, what does TV it, what does TV look like for Tim growing up in a house like that? I don't. 
I don't want to say that it wasn't allowed. It's just like I didn't know about it. So mm. it's kind of hard to like restrict something that doesn't exist to you. Sure. You know? So I sometimes I would sneak and watch uh, Sailor Moon. Uh, no. Yeah. You would watch Sailor Moon growing up? I snuck and watched Sailor Moon and I thought that that was so cute. Tell and me now, you, tell me I again without back. telling me you quay. Girl, <laughs> I was so Sailor Jupiter. Mm. <laughs> Boy crazy and just willing to not fight but you know she was she was tall she had brown hair she was everything she had mm. a pink she had a pink little thing in her hair i was like yes i was but, gonna i was gonna live this listen to this and love you even more he just he just watched like the remake they did recently so like the revamped yeah, version yeah, yeah. and he's he's loving it so yeah cool. it's really cute i watched sailor moon crystal is it crystal Sure, yeah. I did not partake, but I hear you. I I partook <laughs> on it, and it was it was pretty good. I enjoyed what I saw, um, but I will say this: when I first went back and rewatched that, it's the same thing that I I also got as I got older. I was able to, uh, kind of do what I wanted to do. Basically, mm -hmm. I was the last child of older parents. So they kind of were like, we're old, we're tired. We're not gonna like, we're not gonna monopolize your time, go away, yeah. basically. And so a lot of times I, I got to go in my room and watch, you know, some TV that was on UPN children, there was a whole black network called UPN, UP to the end. Yes. Um, I do not know what it stand stood for. It was not BET. It was it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> no. And it had things like girlfriends and Moesha and the Parkers. And so I, I watched some of those as I got this was like as I was a teenager though. Mm -hmm. Um as a child, I didn't get too much. I would hear on the bus about Power Rangers. Sure. Um, and Dragon Ball Z, which I, if I, if my mama won't paying attention too much, mm -hmm. I would get on the TV early enough to like see a Dragon Ball Z and know that it wasn't for me. Did you get residual TV from your brother? Like whatever he was watching, maybe you got to watch too, or? So he was grown by the time i got to he was party. he was too yeah. old yeah he okay was, he was doing what uh older teenagers with girlfriends do sure i don't know what that yeah. is but that's great uh-huh <laughs> yeah gotcha. give your children condoms that's uh, right. <laughs> have the talk early yes um okay so you're you, sailor moon name me some other like staples of tim's childhood um staples of tim childhood was the tbn network trinity baptist network uh had yes! a lot of yes! you know had a lot of td jakes uh Ooh. i saw clefro dollar i can't i can never say his name correctly um yeah um i saw uh just good singing like mm. it seemed like everybody was in church 24 7 which I, I was in church just about every day. Yeah. But it felt like they were at church all the time. I was like 
So around the world, somebody's in church all the time. That's how we get shows. Now, okay, so so that's 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 you growing up and what's kind of getting what you're allowed to watch. Yeah. I do remember as us having a conversation about WWE. And yes. so I'm kind of wondering so, at, at, okay. what, at what age does Tim start like getting so, uh, to the outside world? So WWE happened around maybe like 12 or 13. Yeah, it did. My mom, my not my mom. My mom was like, get get these white men away. <laughs> um, but uh my dad and brother mm-hmm. were like, oh yeah fighting masculinity toxically let's look at it and i was like sweaty half oily (laughs) half naked (laughs) jump just out there just hanging rubbing against like bulging biceps like why wouldn't i watch that with my my dad and brother (laughs) of course they were like yeah can't believe he did that triple star flex flex whatever and i was like uh-huh i was like he's got that man between his legs mm-hmm. that's where i want to be <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to triple a shout out to john cena shout out to um there really weren't a lot of black like people like black wrestlers but the ones everybody black shout out to y'all um but a shout out to the big show for sure. I I so I I knew without asking you. We've never even talked about the big show, and I knew I, I knew you had a thing for the the. I big mean, show. the big show was uh, my big crush. So yes, what about you? What did well, you no, like? A side note on the wrestling thing. So what I realized, and and actually kind of prepping for the show, was thinking about it. I was I watched wrestling as a as a five-year-old, a six-year-old. I got into wrestling really young. Me and my cousin Al, um, he was a WCW kid. I was a WWF kid. Never the twain shall meet. That's a different conversation. There were different ones? There were, this is, we can't do that here, but there were two different ones. And eventually the bigger one bought the smaller one. They all came over. Did you ever, do you remember um, Booker T from from your days of watching? He would have been over in WWF during your 13, 14-year-old time frame. I came around the time that like they were changing the name from okay, WWE yes. to WWF or from WWF WWE, yeah, because of the World Wildlife Foundation, it was a thing. Yeah, Booker, Booker T was one of the prominent black wrestlers of that time period because he came over from the smaller organization they bought out, so oh. he was one of their top guys. So he fought Triple H. He fought a bunch of those guys during that time period. Well, you know what? I probably did like fall in love with him just because I was in love with everybody black. So yes, he's 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 amazing. Um, But I I grew up with wrestling and watched it forever. But what I realized is like even as a kid and when I kept watching into my teens, it wasn't a source of like homoeroticism for me. I think I think that. There, there was like, it's kind of like rock stars. Like, there's a lot of like people in bands that I appreciate, but I'm not attracted to them. Yeah. I think, I think they're cool, mm-hmm. you know. And like, oh, his hair is so cool, blah blah. blah. It, but, but I, I don't remember like lusting. 
Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I think I might have an aversion to the muscly bodybuilding aspect. Like, I've never yeah, been yeah, that yeah. guy. Um, but I remember like Shawn Michaels. I don't know if you remember Shawn Michaels. Um, he was, so he was, he was Triple H's best friend. Okay. But he was kind of out. He was on, the one that was shorter. He was the shorter of the two. Okay. He was my hero and I absolutely love him. And we've talked way too much about wrestling on a TV podcast. So I'm going to pivot because we have a time crunch. So I loved wrestling growing up. Um, when I was a kid, David the Gnome on Nickelodeon. David the Gnome, I... That's so cute. I don't... So up until maybe like three months ago, mm -hmm. gnomes were not really a thing in my life. Okay, For sure. some reason, gnomes everywhere here. They're creeping. They are literally in this house. They are at my job. <laughs> the girls are talking about gnomes that I work with. They're just like, oh, we have a we have a holiday gnome that is, you know, for each holiday they have a gnome. So I'm just like, girl, <laughs> like I got too many actual gnomes in my life. Yeah. Um, so Dave, shout out, to, yeah. shout out to David the gnome, the best Canadian cartoon to ever come out of there. Um, yeah. So David the Gnome, uh, I was definitely uh, a Nicktoons kid, so Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats, Doug, that whole block. I was all about that life. Mm -hmm. I can't get out of growing up and not talking about Buffy. When I got into my late teens, yeah, Buffy, who also eventually was on UPN, because her right her last two seasons ended up on UPN from WW WWB. <laughs> 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 from WB and moved over to UPN. Um, so, but Thank so, you for catching yourself. That's right. Oh my God. Oh. Wow, we grew up okay. with a, we grew up with a lot of mess. Um, Listen, the stuff now. Like these babies couldn't take no, this thing. No. No, they would no. melt. They would fall to pieces. Listen. Um, the was a, the, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I know. So when did you fall in love with Charmed? We cannot talk about Charmed. When did Charmed happen? Oh my God. I fell in love with Charmed in my, I was at least, I know I was 18 or 19. Okay. And this okay. was like in the height, like, when did it first come on? So Charmed is in the school with Buffy and Dawson's Creek. So we're talking late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. So, so like I came in around the time that Rose McGowan had like started her thing. Where she was already kind of there. But then Ooh. going back, I realized she was not there the whole time. Right. They had to kill off one of them because she was being shady behind the scenes. Was that Shannon Doherty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shannon Doherty had to be written off, and then they yep, brought in Rose McGowan. Sure did. Well, we love you, Shannon Doherty, for the things that you have done for TV. Yes. No, yes. and a strong female actress yes. who doesn't take strong. Strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Okay. Okay. We we have we have we've been on this segment for a minute, Tim. <laughs> What are you watching today? Like, what what is in your wheelhouse of today kind of shows? So I'm so thankful that we now have. Um, there was a time where there wasn't a lot of black TV, 
or black um black writers writing black tv uh and i'm very happy that we now have that i am so sorry i think the wine pouring came through i heard it and i was just like I was just like, I want, I want, I want you to say that it was wine being poured. It was, that was wine being poured to our listeners. I'm so sorry. I don't um, want, I want you to know that you're the crystal. I'm the, so, <laughs> um, you're the alcoholic. And you're the fury. So that's, that's good. That's good. I will, I will hammer it. It's, anyway, sorry, um, sorry, shout sorry, out to sorry. Kid Fury because he is a writer on uh, rap shit. Rapture. Uh, it's it's an amazing show on HBO Max. Um, but I loved I loved Insecure. I was watching Insecure. I want to shout that out first before I go into what I'm actually watching right now because mm-hmm. it is gone, but it's still on HBO. You can watch it. Yep. Um, I'm wa- I just finished watching a couple episodes. I'm really behind on Abbott Elementary. Um, I was watching a couple episodes of that today. Um, I'm watching, I know that we said we weren't going to do reality TV. Not to uh, go. I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I am watching, um, uh, what else? I, I'm watching a lot because yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to do in this undisclosed location that I'm at. Um, the bunker is real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was watching, rewatching Kimmy Schmidt. Speaking of bunkers, um, <laughs> the first two seasons are great, and then it gets a little weird. It gets really um, weird. Yeah. Uh, also, rewatching Weeds. Um, oh, I didn't realize you were a Weeds person. Did we not know this about weeds? each other? Did I forget this? Did you know that I love Weeds? No, I. But I don't know anybody who doesn't love Weeds. At least the first season. It's because it's Showmax. Wait. Cinema. Uh, no. Wait. It's, it's showtime. showtime. Show, yeah. I said Showmax. I've uh, had a little bit of wine. Cinemax. Um, Cinemax. <laughs> it's a. Sh- I believe it was a Showtime. It was Showtime or Cinemax. So one of those two. I didn't. I didn't get into it until maybe the fourth season because mm-hmm. that's when you know I thought I was rich and I was gonna get these things. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's another story for another day. But. Um, now, thanks to the power of Hulu and all these uh, streaming services that aren't as much as uh, actual cable, but might as well be cable at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm able to watch, rewatch things. Yeah. And really be critical with an adult mind about it. Um, I just want to say this, Moesha, uh, she was whiny and her mother died and that's fine, but she doesn't have to like hate on her friends. Um, Moesha in hindsight, you know, that, that, that's a different show, but man, like she was just battlefront. It's like, yeah. come on. She was like, episode. you don't under, you don't understand what it's like to be a privileged young lady with no mother and everybody else was like, but you don't know what it's like to be poor. Right. And with nothing. You have lights on in this episode and your friend doesn't. And we're very sorry and about that. And now you're mad because he won't give you your $35 back. Oh, we love Brandy. Or you we, run we away from anybody. Okay. Sorry. Listen, we you love, love you, Brandy. We you love drive, Brandy. You're driving better and that's great. Um, So. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. We, uh, I love, <laughs> I love, um, 
there are so many shows that are on now, um, but I'm also rewatching things and I'm watching it with like the lens that I have now. Mm -hmm. And I, honestly, I have been thinking about doing, if we ever, if we ever get to the place where we do, um, Patreon or something, I would love to do Timmy's couch. Yeah. Um, and it would just be me either crying about some bullshit because I think about stuff too deeply or <laughs> like, I'd be going, I mean, hey, this is America and, and this is how people are treated and it's not right. Yep. But then, you know, and then, you know, I, I really enjoy, I enjoy me watching TV. So I would I would assume other people would too. But yes, what are you watching now? Oh, um, so right now, actually funny enough, Abbott Elementary is probably my favorite show that's on TV right now. It's just mm -hmm. the writing's amazing. That entire cast deserves everything they're getting right now. They're just yes. absolutely wonderful. If you're not watching oh. Abbott, you know, you know who's not watching Abbott Elementary? Almost all of my teacher friends. And it's mostly because they don't want to be triggered. It's too close to home. So almost yeah. all of my, a lot of- Because it's real. It's really real. A lot of me and Tim have friends that are music teachers because of where we, where we went to school. Um, and, almost, and almost all of them, like, have you seen Element? She's like, I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. I get it. But Abbott's amazing. Al's really gotten me into some anime. Um, I have mm. been staunchly anti-anime most of my life and Mostly because anime to me is a very specific thing. Mm. It's very like over the top, loud, and sexist is what Big titties. is yeah. what's been programmed in my brain of what anime is. Um, mm. And and Al's been op able to open that up because there's a lot of really funny comedy based um, satire, really kind of biting anime out there that I wasn't aware of. Yeah. Um, so that's been fun. So watching that, um, shout out to 30 Rock. I can't believe I got this far without saying the word 30 Rock. Um, oh, night cheese. Working on my night cheese. Um, now that, that goes, you know, 30 Rock is a very, you know, it, so let's talk about white people trying to right their wrongs. Because, okay. do you know what I mean? Because a lot of times, <laughs> I might have to edit this out. We'll see, Tim. But a lot of times... <laughs> What we what we get when people talk about content that may be um, inappropriate or even was wrong at the time, a lot of people will just say, oh, it's of the time and they didn't mean anything by it, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then 30 Rock, a lot, if anybody who's watched 30 Rock will know that there are a handful of episodes that feature blackface. And, um, I'm, and what I'll say is that I think at the time, what they thought they were doing was making a commentary about the ridiculousness of those characters thinking they could do it. Mm -hmm. And that was the joke, that the, they were delusional enough to think that they could get away with it. Yeah. Um, which is why I think the writers thought that they could go down that road. But in hindsight, um, they realized that these are just, these are storylines and aspects that um, aren't appreciated, regardless of the joke or, the, or what was meant to be. Yeah. Um, and so it, they've removed the, those episodes, so you mm -hmm. can't watch them anymore. Um, you Unless can't watch you have them the anymore. DVD box. Or... Unless you have the DVD box, you, you can buy the old versions of it. But Tina Fey kind of came out and she like she's like, I hear you, I, I hear it, and we're gonna remove it. And 
and it's one of those things like it's one of those few times where i feel like okay where do you want to edit history do you want to comment on it how do you do those things and she's like i get it that's where we were and we really don't think that that's a bridge we needed to cross so we got it out of we got it out of the timeline they kind of made the edit for it which i thought was interesting it's a different way to talk about those kind of things when you're trying to approach and i get for me i think i'm i mean i'm i'm very glad that they are aware of the you know kind of wrong or uh untasteful sure yeah nature of their writing but also when you erase things sometimes you don't give the the next generation to learn from those mistakes and they create something maybe even worse (laughs) that is yeah but but i do understand if you don't want that to be a part of your legacy, then take it out, whatever. Yeah, do you, yeah. you you understand what happened and you do what you can to correct it. And, and in this case, it happened. You can't take that yeah. back, but you can say like, from this point forward, we feel part, as part of the canon, we got it out of there because we knew that it was wrong. So yeah. Um, it would so be yeah. nice if they had something um, in like during, that was during those episodes, like, instead of just taking out and be like it never existed right like being like white people are stupid sometimes right (laughs) we didn't want we didn't want y'all to be watching it but we did something stupid it's just a 20 minute it's just a 20 minute episode three of 30 rock is now replaced with the title card white people yeah yeah like the mess like (laughs) okay before we go to our first break tim which TV character would, do you think I'm most like? So this is, I really hope that this doesn't come off shady. Because oh, I knew you were going to say that! Because <laughs> it's not shady, it's just true. For me, you are Doug. Oh, I'm Doug, okay. Because you're surrounded by people of color and like- Oh, okay, so my, I'm a- you're the pasty cool. guy. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't think you're the pasty guy. I just no, said, no, like, but I mean, like the pasty guy surrounded. You're the by- Doug funny. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're the funny white guy in the midst of the people of color that love you. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. That's Quail very man, sweet. if you will. Quail man in my tidy whiteies. I appreciate that. Um. What about me? Be careful. I know. My shit. I know. And and I've I've debated this, but I feel you know what? I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be okay with anything that you say, so I'm fine. I don't think I I don't think you're ready for this. Can you give me a top two guess of who you think I'm gonna say? Go. (sighs) Tony Childs and Girlfriends, and that's a laughable one because I know you've never watched it. Don't watch Um, (laughs) Girlfriends. And Maybe I don't know, little Bill. Little Bill. He was who uh, that? He, he's like the Caillou of black people. Like, <laughs> you ready? Yes. Ned Stark. Oh damn! I know. He did. 
No, and I know. And so I, I'm, I'm actually just happy that you remember that because I know you had, <laughs> I know you had zero joy in watching Game of Thrones with me. And that wait, is something. Wait, wait, okay. Hold on. I Hold had, on. <laughs> I had joy after maybe like the third season because like I attached myself to a story plot. Yeah, story you loved Arya. You were, you were yeah. a, a future. Uh, no, I, so I think of you as Ned because you have a like a North Star with your morality. Like you are a great person at heart. You're you're just um, you think of people as chaotic, you know, neutral or good or bad, and you are just a good person. Oh. Um, you love to have fun and you love to like play around a little bit. But at the end of the day, like morally, like you are you do the right thing and then you also cannot speak up for like when you see wrong yeah you know what i mean and ned like has that like ned is ned is a moral person he's got like a, a law that he follows internally um even if it means that you know he loses his head um there yeah. is a there's a morality there that he's got to follow and so um you're my ned so star. basically what you're saying is um at the end of this season, you're going to kill me off. And that's fine. I understand. <laughs> that's cool. Only if you found out my secret that I'm having sex with my twin. It, you know what? The main character would know these things. Like, this is true. <laughs> this is true. This is a very awkward way to go to break, Tim. But I think we need to go to break. <laughs> you want me dead. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sam, we're back. Oh we're my back. Gosh. You wanted we're, me dead. You <laughs> <laughs> off with his head. Um, we are racing against the drag race clock, people. So we're gonna try to get this going. Tim, what are some of your TV crushes? Like when you think okay. back, like who are you crushing on? So Dan from Roseanne, mm. the actual character, the the actor today is a very lovely older gentleman. I'm not interested in that one. Um, I am interested in the seasons of Roseanne Dan. Um, <laughs> Specifically 89 to 97, if anybody yes. cares. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I also loved um, King Triton from The Little Mermaid. Um, mm -hmm. He was on The L Little Mermaid had a show for a long time. I was way, way, way too old to be watching it, but King Triton was cute. Um, got it. So also, I felt like uh, Uncle Phil could have got it. Um, you know, Uncle Phil, what about uh, Carl Winslow? Too short, actually, too gay. No, too short. Yeah. He's just a little too short and a little too like I didn't feel safe <laughs> with him. <laughs> I did not, not, not in a sense of like he was gonna touch me or anything, but like if there was a problem, I don't think that he would have came to my rescue. I think he would have prayed. Sure. Um, yes, because he didn't even save his third child that went upstairs and never came back. Never came back. She never came back down, did she? Judy Winslow, where Judy. are you? She's are you okay? She's doing adult Better? content. And that's fine oh, too. 
Well, you know, you once you go down the drug road. <laughs> Whoo! Tim, any other highlights of your TV crushes? Um, <laughs> um actually, uh, from Noah's Ark, um, oh. Trey. Yeah. Trey from Noah's Ark. Um, also, I thought Ricky was very cute and as always, anything he is in, Wilson Cruz will be will always my be my forever boo. And that is odd because I generally don't do it for like boy next doors. Yeah. Um it's That's usually fair. a big thickum and he is not that, but he is so cute. So, so cute. Wilson Cruz, if you ever want to date me, you can. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm tech avail, is what they say. Yes. Technically available. Yes, available for all things, mm-hmm. in all things, in all ways. Um, what about you? What are you, who are your crushes? Who were my crushes? Um, I had a really big thing for Willow on Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Love a good lesbian witch vibe. Always here for it. Yes. So um, did you like, were you staunchly for the red hair? Did you like her in black hair? So and Willow, dark dark, quote unquote, Dark Willow is my favorite villain from Buffy. Okay, um, I love a villain that hits close to home. Mm. Um, yeah. Man, man, Allison Hannigan. Yeah, she, you she break my it. you break my girlfriend, and I break your spirit. Yeah. yeah. Um, later seasons, David Boreanaz as Angel. Mm-hmm. Also, early seasons, he's a little. Um, a little too he looks a little withdrawn in the way he's kind of doing it but yeah. beefcake he gets beefcaked in the angel seasons yeah david boy grows up he becomes dad like he, yes um so random hbo show six feet under which is one of those heartstring shows for me nate the main character uh, a granola eating runner. He is not usually my type, but Nate, I see you. I will. I, I miss you. I hope you're okay. Um, yeah, always really had a thing for Nate. I'm trying to think about more recent things. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think too. I don't. I think I'm not. I think people just look normal now to me. <laughs> so you know, and, and again, we. So side note, everybody. Tim is not generally a graphic horror person. Like he does not watch horror movies. He doesn't watch anything with graphic violence. It's not his cup of tea, which I appreciate. My everyday life is just like, it's thrilling enough. Yes. I'm okay with no. no Um, I, although I don't seek out horror films or graphic violence TV in general, I will hop on a train for pop culture which is what yeah. happened with Game of Thrones. So I was watching Game of Thrones, which happens to have a lot of gore and violence. Tim and I were living with each other and Tim, for some strange reason, agreed to watch it with me. And because I love you so much. You love me and it was something we could talk about. And uh, again, it was in the zeitgeist at the time. So we watched it together. And I, I say all this to say, Pedro Pascal, who is having a moment right now in the zeitgeist again, because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Last of Us, by the way, a show I love. Talk about what's on right now. Last of Us, oh my God. Um, but he is the the father figure in that show. Um, but he had this amazing run on season four of Game of Thrones um, as the bisexual prince of Thorn, Prince of Dorne. It was him. It was him. Yeah, see? Yeah. And uh, he met a very gruesome end. 
Um, but that's where I was introduced to him. I'm kind of lying. Unbeknownst to me, he was in an episode of Buffy, season mm-hmm. four of Buffy, Pedro coming out as a college student. Anyway, Pedro has been in my life, um, even if I didn't know it for a very long time and um, enjoying all of his TikTok love. Tim, I don't know if you've seen any of Pedro Pascal's TikToks. But the, that... I've only seen like a couple things and like, I know one know it enough that he's like doing something. I didn't know he was in the last <laughs> of us. I was like, oh, this man is obviously in something. People are like going ham because he's like mildly attractive. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm here for I'm here for that. So I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Tim, what's a show that like changed your perspective or something that kind of pivoted you on in life that you kind of feel is like life altering? So I talked about one of my crushes being Trey from Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark is the show yeah. that literally changed the trajectory of how I view uh, Black homosexuality. Mm. Um, and I mean, first, when I first was flipping through the channels and it was on Logo and I saw this chocolate man on top riding this uh light skin man i was like what we do we can do that because you would think anatomy maybe that's not possible um but it is and um so that immediately changed the way that i viewed uh sex with a partner um and then watching the show just seeing multiple black men in different walks of life being friends and being there for each other in ways that um i had never seen before uh they were some well a lot of them were feminine yeah still accepted and still strong um they their partners were also strong men and helpful to the situation a lot of times. Um, Yes, there were hijinks and there were a lot of problems. Listen, there were a lot of things that if you go back and look, you'd be like, that is not a thing. But for it to be the first um, of its kind out there, it really did show um, me. I will just speak for myself. I can't speak for, you know, a, a group of people, but um, it really just let me know that who I am is viable. It is out there and there are people who I can um, emulate until I can figure out for myself who I am. Shout out to um, all those actors and Patrick Ian Polk. Um he was the writer and some of the songs on there some of those songs to that to this day mm-hmm. are on my like most played uh playlist and yeah. it's so good i every there's not a there's not a day that i'm not affected by something that i saw on Noah's Ark, and I'm really appreciative of it. Anyway, um, no. we are. It's beautiful. No, I I remember. Shout out to Kevin, our favorite our favorite guest speaker um, on this podcast. Hey Kevin. Hey Kevin. Um, I remember, like Kevin was like, "I've got to show you something." I was like, "What are you going to show me?" And we curled up on his couch, and we went through all of Noah's Ark. And I remember thinking, like, 
I had seen predominantly black TV shows before. I'd seen, no. you know, Cosby Show and different world and Living Color and all that stuff. Sorry, Living Single. Um, but to see a show predominantly, not predominantly, all black characters with a queer story arc is like, no. I remember sitting there with Kevin and going like, somebody produced this. Somebody like, somebody saw the storyline put money behind it and put it on and just thinking like this doesn't happen it doesn't and it's still not happening no 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 it's It's not not. a lot like i am so appreciative that we are looking at different avenues of black life yeah and we are depicting it and it it is being put on by black writers and their perspectives but I feel like we are still missing a prime time TV black queer story. I just, I don't see it. And I'm talking about prime time. If you want to talk about YouTube, there's For the Boys. There is, you know, Slay TV has a, a slew of things mm-hmm. on YouTube. But that for some reason, the powers that be are not giving the money to those people to then put it in, 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 in the mainstream of things. Sure. Because even Noah's Ark, you could, there could be people on this earth that have never seen it, won't see it. You probably wouldn't have seen it had it been for Kevin, because no. I sure wasn't going to show it to you because I did not show it to i had an i have a roommate i had a roommate you know him mm-hmm. um he had asked if he could see it i was like absolutely not because one thing you're not going to do you're not going to trash my one and only thing that i have for myself right so exactly so when we have one example right it's, yes. it's held up to a standard it's like this it is, is the only kind of thing that exists and if you ridicule it it's over. Yeah. Right. But we can't even, we can't even, we don't even live in a world where we have something to compare it to. Exactly. To criticize it because there's nothing else like it. And it's kind of like Tyler Perry for a long time. There was not anything to critique him on. <laughs> it's horrible, bull crap, and not good. But it was the only thing we had up until the Ryan Kuglers of the world could get to things like Black Panther. I would just like to note that as the white guy on the show, I said nothing bad about Tyler Perry. This is all Tim. Tyler Perry, you're a billionaire and you could like, you could shove shove a sock in my mouth and fuck me up sideways. But like, it doesn't matter. Like he's attractive, he can get it too. But- Oh, side note, that is another episode. I'm gonna put that on our calendar. It doesn't (laughs) matter. He makes trash things because he doesn't have, well, I won't say trash. He makes a particular type of show based on his lens of where he comes from. Right. And it's female bashing, gay bashing stuff. And it's fine, but you got to wonder why he wants to focus on that. Anyway, the point is. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. TV does not have black. I want to see the people from Strange Loop mm. 
adapting that to a TV show. Yeah. I want money behind it. I want drag race money behind that. <laughs> That's right. I want to see, you know, I want to see another Paris is burning for today. I want to see, you know, girlfriends. Um, like, oh, that's our drag race. That's the drag race alarm. That's okay. Um, for anybody, no, I, for anybody out there that heard Tim say "Strange Loop" and are going, "What is that?" Go to Spotify. Go to YouTube. Get to the music. Just, just go do it. Buy a ticket if you can. Yeah. Um, go see it. It's it. There's not a time that I because I watch a lot of the a strange loop looking at it on tiktok there's not a tiktok that i haven't cried about because yeah. it resonates with me so hard yeah. so and i i just i want i want authenticity on the screen if yeah. it's going to be if it's going to be there it's fine if it's not because it hasn't been so it's whatever listen we are not above reality fake produced stuff like we love the filth just oh. like anybody else, but it yeah. would be nice to have a dramatic, beautiful piece of art that reflects, just reflects different parts of our culture that we do not have in, in any kind of plentiful way. Um, yeah. And again, we're saying Noah's Ark. I'm sure there's some people out there that may not be aware of what we mean by that or are thinking about the biblical no, aspect. I'm sure um, there are a lot of do not know anything about that. Yeah, um, I and I won't try to describe it to, to ruin anything for you, but go out there and look for it. Um, it's worth it's, watching yeah. and it's worth understanding what we're talking about, which is this yeah. thing existed 15 years ago and nobody has tried to make another thing like it. And it's this beautiful piece of pop culture that was a blip in time. And yeah, and it really transformed how a lot of black gay people saw themselves yeah. in in this culture that we live in where we create everything and then it gets taken and misconstrued and made for profit from other communities and a lot of times the people who are the very creators are the ones that are the least apt to get the the praise for their creations. Yeah. Um, Amen. Yeah. So yes, we're okay. Listen, <laughs> we're good. what is what is something that has changed um, your scope? Oh wow, yeah. Um, so I, I, I've talked a little bit about this already, but Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one of those shows. It came out when I was in my teens. Um, seeing a strong female character like that dealing with the real world, but also the weight of the world on their shoulders, the Buffyisms, the way we speak, yeah. um, that type of humor. I know that obviously Joss Whedon has um, gone from a geek god to um, facing some real uh, pushback because of some of the things that have come to light and the way he works and the way he's worked with people in the past. So, um, understand the criticism there, but the show itself in a vacuum is just um, this beautiful piece of late 90s, early 2000s pop culture. Yeah. Um, and and I can't watch those last few seasons without crying and just thinking about becoming an adult. Yeah. And realizing what it means to be an adult and be self-sufficient 
even when you don't have anything and you're just clawing to survive. Um, and dealing with the monsters of life, right? It's, yeah, yeah. So um, I will always fight for Buffy, even when its creator is uh, proven to be um, not as not as sweet as maybe we thought, but um, love that. And Angel is part of that too. Just really great drama storytelling. And yeah, that was one. You of my... really created a world where, you know, there are specific characters that live on. And yeah, beyond. Exactly. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. When the culture, when the culture attaches to something, it, it really does get away from the creator in a way that um, is, is a beautiful thing when it touches that many people. Um, again, even when they mess up or, or they uh, demonstrate their lack of awareness, um, it doesn't take away from some of those things that were created and that the people kind of take on themselves. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. That's that. We're going to do a quick break and come back and wrap this up and we'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tim, we're back. Are you ready for some Drag Race, Tim? Are you ready oh for some Drag Race? Ugh. I just hope the best drag queen wins. Wins. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap it up, quick shout out to everybody. Um, Tim and I continue to be amazed by the people who take the time to listen to us. This is an excuse for me and Tim to hang out and stay in touch. Yeah. I, 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 I love you from the bottom of my heart. And this is just fun time for me. Yeah. Um, but people seem to enjoy it and chime in and make fan art about it. And <laughs> I mean, people are really just enjoying what I get to be a part of our friendship. Yeah. And the, the honesty and the authenticity that it is. Yeah. And you know, I just really appreciate them for listening and, you know, understanding that while we are not speaking for anybody but ourselves, um, and that it's for entertainment purposes, they also can get a little something, bits and pieces out of it to make me make their day. Yeah. Little. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to everybody listening. Thank you so much. Shout out to y'all. Tim, what's making you live this week? Well, as I said, I have been doing my little diet. Um, and so leaves and water, I have been living on these things that, you know, you should be living on water, right? As you drink yeah. all the wine. Um, There's water in this grape juice. <laughs> but it is my last day of doing this because today I was taking a nap in my car and my job because I can. Uh, and I woke up and I saw spots. So, uh, shout out to 500 calories a day. She won't be doing that, uh, any longer, at least for a little while. Listen uh, to your body. Yep. Yeah. I'm listening to my, you know, body in my thirties. She's no longer the 29 year old girl that could, you know, not eat for days and be fine. Um, I am getting older and I require nourishment that is beyond um, those calorie restrictions. So while I appreciate the weight and the um, 
the nutrients that I did get. Um, yeah, I'm living for that. I'm living for getting food tomorrow. I'm so excited. Yeah. Nice. What about you? What are you living for? Tim, I am living for the season of tours. So Ooh. I I can't, um, I'm going to try not to fangirl out so late in this episode because we got to go. Um, obviously, the last three episodes we've talked about Beyonce. We are so excited to go see the queen. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't come around very often on tour. <laughs> I, I know y'all was waiting um, for it. I know y'all was waiting for it. He did. <laughs> um, so we got tickets to the queen. Um, I, I got tickets. I'm just going to say this out loud. I know nobody cares. I got tickets to go see Alter Bridge and Seven Dust. They are two, I love Alter Bridge. Yeah, um, they're two metal acts that I love, and I love them independently. And they're going on a co-headlining tour together, and Indeed. so excited. So I get to see them in May, and then Tim. I don't even think I told you about this. I no, posted. I posted about it, so you probably know. But um, I mean, I know you follow me. Um, so two of my heroes, Tina Fey, as mentioned in Thirty Rock. Um, and Amy Poehler from SNL and Parks and Rec, and I just absolutely love them both, mm -hmm. um, are going on a four-city tour and doing a comedy tour together. Cute! And I got tickets to see them in Atlantic City in, in June um, with two of our favorite people, Dana Michelle. Shout out to Dana Michelle and uh, Hi, Redford. Hi, Dan. Hi, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hi, Dan. Uh, yeah, you did. Oh. Um, but <laughs> those tickets sold out very quickly and we were able to snag up like three of them and so i get to go oh, see my comedy hey. hero like she's not she tina fey is not a stand-up comic so she doesn't really do tours like this yeah so yeah. the idea that i get to go see her and her best friend amy poehler who i also love is just like so i'm living for like all my favorite people going on tour this year and not That's being so in a lockdown crazy. covid situation actually go see them and right I saw that there were tickets um, on the European leg of uh, Lizzo, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Did some daydreaming." I was like, "Man, I could really just call out of work and go, <laughs> go, go to Denmark." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought about it for Beyonce too. I mean, like seeing Beyonce over and Be seeing Beyonce. Uh, the 21st, the day after my birthday. Mm, that's right. She's in Europe for your birthday. The mm. first day of summer. Mm -hmm. Hearing summer renaissance on renaissance. the first day of summer. All right. We're going to have to take this offline. We're going to have to figure something out. So. Okay. We're going to have to deal with that. <laughs> um, Tim, I love you so much. I love you. Uh, it's Cub and Chub at Cub and Chub at on Instagram. Anything you can stalk your exes on. Yeah, anything, <laughs> anything you can stalk your exes on is at Cub and Chub. Buy our merch. Um, we'll have a merch update next week. We didn't even talk about it this week, but yes. anyway, we'll talk about our merch later. Jesus. Um, <laughs> we'll open up with that next week. But ladies, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody, we love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Girls, uh, gays, and thays, we love you. Mwah. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>
Did you want some random Beyonce content? Because here it is. Did Beyonce do a remix with Vogue? Child, okay, yes. I did. I, I, I that did was the Queen's with remix. It. So that was the Queen's remix. Mm-hmm. And she also just did a remix to Cuff It, which I'm so glad that she, somebody or her, I'm going to assume it's her because she's give her such the, a goddess. Give her the credit. I, like, she's so tapped in mm-hmm. to the culture. There's this, uh, there was a DJ that did a remix with Wetter from Twista back in the day. Okay. Such a good song. Um, but he did he took the the beat of that and then put cuff it over it and oh. i have it has been ri- like ripping tiktok to shreds everybody is like using the sound and everything i think i may have used it for one of our um one of our oh the show is out things okay and, and it's so good and guess what she made a whole nother remix to the song. She did a remix of Cuff It to that sample? Yeah. And oh, wow. It's, it's going back to the days where songs and remixes are two, the song and the remix are two different songs. Yeah. Like it's going back to the days of like um, making love in the club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, two different songs. <laughs> like... <laughs> And the one where she's with Justin, somebody, Justin Timberlake, and she, she did, she basically did a whole nother song with him that mm-hmm. made his remix so much better. So like, it's calling back to those types of days. And I just, oh, I love her. So good. So good. Okay. Her team is amazing. 